This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Garden of Sound, I'm your host Ian Turner. On today's show you'll hear from Class Disruption who played the first Garden of Sound live gig. But before we get to them, let's talk about the second gig. Yes, Garden of Sound Live is happening again. Tickets are selling fast, so do get in quick and you'll pay only $8 plus booking fee. And for that, you get three amazing bands. We've got Lotus, who've come out of Kashmir High School, Dear No One from Rangiruru, and Merlinko. They're originally from Middleton Grange. Now, you can book right now via eventbrite.com. Just search for Garden of Sound. Or you could follow the links from gardenofsound.nz right there on the front page. But please, get in quick. I don't want you to miss out because tickets are selling fast. Now, today's guests are Class Disruption. They're a four-piece who met at Chisnellwood Intermediate. They soon went on to place a third in the RockQuest Regional Finals and they won the National Music Competition BandQuest. It's pretty amazing stuff from a group who hadn't even started high school at that point. They comprise of Dylan Jonkers on vocals and bass, got Jacob Carey on guitar, Hiromu Crusado on keyboard and guitar, and Show Woodhouse on drums. But how did Class Disruption come into being, and what are their impressions of the music industry at such a young age? This is the Garden of Sound interview with Class Disruption on Plains FM 96.9. Dylan, uh, tell me about the first time you heard music or when music entered your life. Um, From a young age, like my dad and my sister did a lot of music and I remember going on lots of road trips and we'll play a lot of Pink Floyd and Queen and also a kind of folk bands called Mumford and Sons and we put a lot of them on in the car and I wasn't like big into music at the time but I remember enjoying the music that I heard. Was there uh, any particular part of those songs whether it was vocals or any of the instruments that you were particularly drawn to? Uh, it's kind of hard to remember but I remember just kind of liking the sounds that I heard. And, yeah, sometimes it was the vocals, but it was basically all the sounds around me that I was hearing. And whatever I heard which sounded unique, I would find interesting. Yeah. Um, Jacob, you're the guitarist in in Class Disruption. Um, Has it always been guitar for you? Yeah. So what were the um, what were the earliest sort of like bands uh, or people who played uh, guitar that you were interested in? I liked Kiss yeah. when I was young. Any particular tracks from Kiss? I liked them all. Tell me about the guitar you play. Uh, it's a good guitar. It's a Steve Vai model. And yeah. I saw it on a wall at a shop and I took it off the wall. <laughs> so what made you want to play guitar? I like the sound of it and songs I heard. What kind of songs? Rock songs. Any particular songs? Led Zeppelin, like a lot of their stuff. Do you um you obviously appreciate uh, Jimmy Page? Yeah, he's yeah. a good guitarist. Hiromu, I want to talk about music for you. You were born in New Zealand. Yes. Yes, but you're of um, Japanese um, heritage. Yeah, my mum's 
Japanese, but my dad's Kiwi. Tell me about the first music that you heard in your life. I'm not entirely sure, but I first got into music when I was like four, with starting with just piano. I only just got into rock early last year when we started a band, started as a band. Was it difficult uh, with what you used to play, sort of moving into sort of like a rock piano slash keyboard? Then I guess I got into it pretty good. <laughs> Are there any standout keyboardists that you sort of model your your rock style on? I don't know his name, the keyboardist for Dragon Force. That's the only one of them I know, but I don't know his name. I've forgot his name anyways. Are um are either of your parents musical? Not really. I think my mum learned the piano when she was young, but other than that, no. So w- were your parents instrumental, if you excuse the pun, in, in you starting to, to play? Or did you want to just, just get into it? You heard it one day and, and thought, yeah, this is for me. Yeah, I think it's the latter. <laughs> okay, show, you are the, you're the drummer in the band. You're keeping the whole thing together. How long have you been playing drums? Uh, from five to six years. And what got you into what got you into drums? It's an extremely stupid reason. Uh, so one holiday, I was bored, so my mum signed me up for Kids Fest, and I just chose one free, uh, easy drum tutorial lesson, and it was fun. So I just signed up for drum lessons then. What was your um, parents' response when you wanted to to keep doing it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a big one for class disruption as a whole. Um, and just feel free to uh, to shout out some names uh, quietly so it doesn't peak. Um, who are the influences for class disruption? Probably a big one for us in like the music that we write um, would be Rush. Um, and we do play a song by them. But um, also maybe a bit of Dream Theater. Um think um they kind of like a bit of like power metal as well um any other any other groups that you guys sort of feel contribute to the class disruption sound well my solos are influenced a lot by slash and like event sevenfold it's like bands like that yeah neoclassical stuff as well Yngwie Malmsteen okay for those people who aren't familiar tell me about Rush what's their what's their setup um, so they are a power trio from Canada. They, over the time though, they changed genres quite a lot. They kind of started out as their own kind of like hard rock and mixing a bit of heavy metal. And then they kind of added a bit of prog elements to their music, which the music industry at the time wasn't very happy with it, but they were kind of like, no, nah, we're doing our own thing. And they succeeded doing that. And then they kind of changed and did a bit more of like new wave kind of style music, which um, lots of people weren't really happy about, but they kind of came back and did hard rock again. But um, they're kind of influential because they're all like really talented at their instruments. And And the other band you mentioned was Dream Theatre? Yeah. (laughs) Those two bands, Rush and Dream Theatre, how do you feel um, class disruption? Um, What are the elements of class disruption that you emulate? Um, through uh, Um, those two bands? Kind of like the mixing of different genres and also time signatures, which is quite a unique thing for like prog bands like them. Like 
not just sticking with simple like four four and like changing it up a bit using like different grooves and um mixing like different like classical or jazz or something into their music which kind of makes a new sound so show tell me who keeps it all together in the band who's who's holding the fort uh dylan actually uh hiramu speeds everything up uh (laughs) uh jacob is just like in the background he doesn't really (laughs) change the speed and because uh, Hiromu's keyboard is so loud, I try and stick with him, but then Dylan plays his bass really loud, so I have to go back. But, <laughs> yes, overall, it's just Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> so, you are very sort of, you, you stick pretty much to as it's recorded. There's no sort of improvisation of the covers, at least. Yeah, for originals, I'd like um say, all right, you, here you can have a guitar solo or a keyboard solo, and then they can make up their own thing. But... I've kind of got quite an ear for what like what it should sound like and if I kind of hear like something that doesn't sound right I'll be quite exact on that I'm quite like strict in that kind of way but when you talk about these um when you talk about these bands there's obviously some quite sort of complex tunes and I'm only talking about the covers at the stage obviously that influences your original material as far as how often as a band do you guys practice every week once a week mostly and are you covering sort of new material as it sort of covers? Are you writing originals during those practices? Yeah, it's quite... Um, we don't really write the originals in the practice. I kind of, like, have the originals and then, like, um, give them to the members and then we learn it over the week and we come back and then we kind of have it and then we work on stuff to, like, improve on and stuff like that. It seems a bit of a jonker's trait to to sort of hand down the material um, to the rest of the band? Well, um, <laughs> I've kind of like, um, when the members have originals, I've kind of talked about like, um, yeah, if they want to give it to the band, I've kind of written quite a few originals. So I kind of write out the instrument parts and then leave space if they want to like improvise or something and then um, give it to them and then, yeah. You've talked about a number of influences. Is there a particular track from any of those bands that you'd like to play today? Um, Rush's song, yeah, Tom Sawyer. Um, yeah, because we play in our band and it's influenced us to get into like playing prog music, I guess. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride.
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Class Disruption on Plains FM 96.9. Kick off with you, show. Um, what was the first concert you ever went to? Maybe the NZSO. And what in particular um, did you enjoy about that? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think at any time in your life there will be scope where you will enjoy perhaps something a, a little classical? Um, no. <laughs> I'll come Maybe. and see you in 15 years and we'll see yeah, <laughs> what you think. Hiromu, what about you? What was the first um, uh, music event that you went along to? It was only like classical concerts that I ever went to like and like paid money to go to. Well, my parents paid money, but you know. Because I never really went to concerts until I actually got into music and stuff at Intermediate. Jacob, um... What was the first concert that you went along to? Aerosmith. For real? 
Yeah. Where did you see them? Dunedin. Tell me about that experience. It was good. That's I got into music a lot after that point, and they also played with Wolf Mother opening for them, so it was good. Uh, I believe it's Joe Perry is the yes. uh, is a guitarist. Guitar. What do you think of um, Joe Perry's uh, guitar skills? Oh, he's got. He comes up with some good riffs. It's good. And uh, what about Steven Tyler as a as a front man? Oh, he's got a good voice range, and he gets the crowd pumping, which is good. Lots of experience. Yes. Yeah. Um, have you guys considered covering any Aerosmith numbers? It's quite hard saying. Um, a lot of music is kind of limited from us because, like, we've got a keyboardist. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, we kind of try to play music which um, has good keyboard parts as well. I think some Aerosmith music does have good keyboard parts, but I guess we've never really looked at it because it's quite a different genre of music from what we usually play. What about Faith No More? Um, we did kind of look at that. I suggested a song a while back, but not sure what really happened, but yeah. It's always epic. That's, a, that's yeah, an that's option. Yeah, that's the one I yeah, suggested. But. Nice, sort of, nice sort of keys in there. Dylan, um, what was the first gig that uh, you went along to see? When I was like, as far as I can remember, the youngest where I was like the first ever um I went to my dad's cover band um but I was kind of at the age where I was like oh get the earplugs in it's just noise um my first like concert where I was into music was quite probably quite surprising but um I don't regret um it I went to Imagine Dragons it was actually amazing Okay, yeah. and so tell me more about the experience, the, the um, crowd and the, the show that they put on. Yeah. I'll and be, what, what's one of their big hits? Uh, Radioactive okay. is probably yep. one of their. Um, but, um, like, obviously they're not, like, amazing musicians because they're pop, but, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the, their stage presence was amazing and actually the, mem- the members were pretty talented for pop. <laughs> um yeah, the the stage presence was amazing, and it kind of. Do you of remember who? Me. Do you remember who supported them? Um, it was a Kiwi band called House of Mountains. House of Mountains. Yeah. Indeed. Do you guys listen to any pop music? No. I do because some of them are upbeat and fun to play to. <sighs> okay, give me give me an example of a um of uh, a fun pop song. Oh, Counting Stars by One Republic. It's pretty fun to play drums to, because yeah. it's it's. Easy, but it's still fun, and you can play fast stuff. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about um, learning opportunities, which is always important as any any musician, and it doesn't necessarily have to be on stage, but is there anything that's happened which has really sort of surprised you or thrown you a curveball, and you've had to go, oh, how are we going to deal with this? Anything, Dylan? Not really. Like, um, I guess unexpected stuff like coming first um coming third place in the Rockwest regionals where we weren't even at high school yet which um we didn't go through to submitting a video but it was quite unexpected and also coming first place in Banquest nationally um what about on stage Jacob um you know as your amp died you've broken a string all uh of that my guitar sometimes goes wildly out of tune. What uh, What's going on with your guitar? 
I think Carter she used to wear me bar a bit too much and uh, just takes it out of tune. So how do you um, how do you deal with that on stage? Tune it up. When I'm not playing a thing, just get the tune and tune it up. Yeah, it's very it's very important. What about for you, Hiromu? Um, any equipment die? You know. Oh yeah, I've had the guitar like suddenly die in the middle of a concert, which actually happened at Garden of Sounds, but you know. And I had to just quickly switch to the keyboard and get the sound that was sort of like the guitar on that. Tell me what people's reaction is to the to the guitar, because I feel like it's a little bit divided, whether it's whether it's cool or whether it's. A little bit naff or, or so on. I mean, what are, what are people's reactions to it when you tell them that, you know, or they see you with a keytar in hand? Like, oh, nice keytar, stuff like that. And we've had some, like, feedback from in competitions, like, nice keytar. Yeah. Stuff like that. There are a few bands that I've seen seen using it. Any any particular bands or songs where you know the artists have been um, been using one? Dragon Force and Dream Theater, I think these... Is that the whole reason why you just why you picked up the guitar, or did it um, come at Christmas, or was it birthday, or was it I've got to have it? Yeah, <laughs> I've got to have it. Yeah, we <laughs> used the money that we got from Rock Quest by coming third in the regionals. We only had two hundred and fifty dollars at the time, and the guitar I think was like a thousand dollars or more. Yeah, and we had an option to either the band members, um, uh pay for the rest of it or we get the school to pay for the rest of it and it'll be the schools we chose the school one which and now i regret but how do you deal with um uh with shows uh honesty and um and being so blunt we get through it i guess nervous at times but um we just kind of go aren't show but like (laughs) Um, it's important to have the straight man in the band. And, uh, yeah. And it's a bit of a show-off. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. What's a favourite piece of music for class disruption? What's something that you all agree on, you know, you play to get yourselves revved up or, you know, brings you into the class disruption zone? Um, yeah, we have quite different music tastes, but... Um, you give, each give me a favourite. What's your favourite song? Um, Black by Pearl Jam. Okay, fantastic. Jacob? Ship of Fools by Ning Vey Malmsteen. Okay. Hiromu? YYZ by Rush. Okay. Show. Assassin by Muse. Is there a favourite piece of music that you guys want to play right now? Uh, Ship of Fools by Ning Vey Malmsteen. <laughs>
is the Garden of Sound interview with Class Disruption on Plains FM 96.9. Thanks for listening to Garden of Sound today. I just want to bring your attention to a photographer working in Christchurch. I mentioned her before. Her name's Shannon Jessica. I met Shannon a while ago at the Rockquest Heats, and of course, she's an absolutely fantastic person. She's also got an amazing gift for live music photography. Now, she turned out some amazing shots, which you would have been able to see on the Rockquest Facebook page and, of course, her website. And, of course, she's done the same thing for a large number of local bands in the area. Shannon also does amazing naturalistic portraits and some breathtaking shots of the outdoors. So I recommend, if you're looking for a gig, photographer if you want something a little different maybe for your next photo shoot please get in touch with her you can do that through her website it's shannonjessica.wixsite.com forward slash photo that's shannon spelt s-h-a-n-n-a-n jessica j-e-s-s-i-c-a dot wixsite that's w-i-x-s-i-t-e dot com and then forward slash photo if that's a little too much for you to note down, head to gardenofsound.nz and you can check out the partners page. Shannon's link is right there. Coming up at the end of the program today, I'm going to be playing you my track of the week from a little-known band from Wellington called She Had. They've got an album out called The General Electric, which is worth a listen. So stick around to get near full of that. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Class Disruption on Plains FM 96.9. We touched earlier uh, on uh, Dylan um, being the sort of hard taskmaster, um, delivering the original material down to the down to the rest of the band. So I will kick off with you, Dylan. How do you come up with your song ideas? It's quite confusing to explain. I don't usually focus on lyrics. I usually write lyrics after, and they barely mean anything most of the time um I'm kind of more of the music guy so I guess I'd have a melody in my head which I before it leaves I'd write it down and then um I use Sibelius which is like an online like composing app um and so I compose like all the music parts for all the instruments are you quite directive on what these other guys should play i mean are you are you telling yeah. show you know this has got to be um, a five eight you know i want this yeah. here and that there and you know. yeah well because just in case like we forget so i kind of put it out on sheet music for them and um yeah because i'm yeah so i'd have like all right this bar is going to be like seven eight or this bar is going to be five eight and it's going to go a bit quiet here it's going to build up um in terms of like because i'm not like an amazing like drummer and i don't really understand drums i'd kind of write out like a simple beat and then i'd say like you can kind of experiment with like stuff you want to add to it jacob hiromu um so how do you feel about you know dylan just sort of Coming up with all the all the bits and pieces. I mean, what sort of what input? Where do you you put your mark? Mm, maybe longer guitar solos. Yeah. Mm. And what about the what about the keys? I'm happy with what he does. So, is there an opportunity for you guys to um, you know to to put your own? Do you guys write original material yourselves? No. I have. Just haven't finished it. How many how many sort of unfinished songs in the the Jacob cupboard? Oh, I lost count at seven. What do you think the big block is in getting those songs finished? Like sit down and record it or... Patience. Write them. 
So is, is it finding the time yeah. to do it? Okay, I think I think we can all appreciate that. So we're talking about tools of the trade. Uh, we've heard about a Steve Vai uh, model, and uh, what company makes that? Ibanez. Uh, you're on a five-string bass. Why five strings? Um, some songs go below a low E, and it's just kind of easier than like down tuning on stage, and also kind of supplies more like sound. I guess you don't find it a bit a bit floppy. Um. Yes, sometimes I do. It was more harder at the start, I guess. Slapping's definitely quite hard when you're trying to get, like, the low E, I guess, but you accidentally hit the B and it's all muddy. But um, otherwise, I'm kind of used to five strings now and I probably play it a lot more than I play four strings. Hiromu, mm-hmm. um, what about keys for you? Um, is there a particular sort of brand? Korg. Uh, and the uh, and the keytar itself, what's um uh, who makes who makes that? Oh, it's a Korg RK one hundred S. So you just Korg all the way. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. And what about drums? Who's a who's a good drum maker? Their show. It actually depends on what part of the drum kit you're talking about. If you're talking about cymbals, then maybe Sabian, Minor, or Zildjian, or Paste. Uh, and if you're talking about the skins for the toms, then Revo. If you're talking about the shells, then I don't know that one. Uh, and for the stands, I like to use Tama or Pearl. So at this point, um, uh, how many originals has Class Disruption uh, written? I've probably written maybe 15, uh, 11, which we've like started covering, I guess. Is there a particular track um, from the Class Disruption original repertoire that you'd like to play right now? Um, I think we we uh, recorded Take It Away and that was the one we recorded last year for winning Band Quest. Uh, Where was that recorded? Um, at Orange Studios. Do you want to tell me about that experience? Is this the first time um, you'd been into a studio? Um, we've been into Orange Studios a couple times for like school bands and stuff like that and I went to an Orange Studios like tour but uh, that was the first time where it felt a bit more like personal and yeah. And what about for the rest of you guys? How did you find that that experience recording? It was fun because hmm. we're all broken up into different rooms and it's very professional. Tell me about the tell me about the song itself. Where did um where did the idea come from? It's kind of hard to remember. Um, the song's about like kind of having confidence and not giving up, so kind of very mediocre. But um, uh, it's kind of an upbeat, fun song, so I guess I wrote it to get the crowd into it. And there is like a kind of breakdown where um, it it's, um, goes just down to drums and then... Um, when like performing it live, I'd say, all right, let's add in some bass, let's add in some keys. All right, let's hear from the guitar. Best for last. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, this is Take It Away. Let's run 
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Class Disruption on Plains FM 96.9. Now, you guys played at Garden of Sound live um, back at the end of July. Um, what, was your, what was your feeling on the, um, on the gig? Quite nervous at first, I guess, going on. That's kind of like expected every time. Like You're always nervous when you go on. But Good nerves, bad nerves. Um, we're kind of like worried about stuffing up, but like it was really fun to play there with like family and friends supporting us. I've got to say that your your cover we we heard uh, Tom Sawyer earlier in the show, and I thought that was that was absolutely fantastic. What is the what's the general feedback you get from people after gigs? What do they come up and say to you? Um, kind of like uh, well, yeah, they say we did really well. We get a lot of surprise as well I like to add a bit of shock into the music I write not like Marilyn Manson shock but like sudden time signature changes or sudden soft lullaby to death metal screaming (laughs) but um yeah we get a lot of uh well that was amazing I didn't expect that and it's good to hear I guess like something new so you guys have been together for a couple of years now. Um, Hiromu, I'm uh, presuming that you know you want to you want to do this for a living. Yeah, there's like nothing else that I planning to do for a living. So I guess music is the first choice. So what would be the <laughs> what would be the highlight? I mean, looking off in the distance at the number of sort of concert venues and um, festivals and all of that kind of thing. Is there any particular place that you would like to play, whether just as Hiromu or as Class Disruption? I don't know, it'd be cool to play at like the Horncastle Arena, stuff like that. Yeah, big 20,000 kind of crowd. Yeah. Something like that. Like yeah. maybe like a, I don't know, guest band for a big festival there or something. That would be pretty cool. That sounds pretty Just cool. Just to start the whole thing off. Jacob, is there anyone that you want to 
want to meet? You got any sort of guitar idols out there? Like Sinister Gates. And who is that? Guitarist of lead guitarist of Avenged Sevenfold. And why do you want to meet them? Oh, he's, he's cool a, here. He's a he's a cool guy. He's a great guitarist, and it'd be cool to have a signature from him. Is there a um, is there a particular track um, that he excels on? Uh, there's a lot like Scream, like all through their self-titled um, album. There's lots of great solos and riffs. Who do you think he was influenced by? Classic rock and like a little bit of metal, maybe like Megadeth or Metallica. What are your hopes for um, Class Disruption, Dylan? Keep playing music and like enjoying it releasing a few albums maybe but yeah as um Hidamu said maybe get to be like a guest band for some people and then like working with other famous like musicians and like meeting new people and playing music with them and stuff like that it's fantastic class disruption it was an experience Interviewing you today. Is there a track that you'd like to take us out with today? Through the Fire and Flames by Dragon Force.
Now it's time for my track of the week. I joked earlier about She Had being a little-known band from Wellington. Well, the Wellington part is true, but they are celebrating 30 years together. Maybe like Class Disruption will one day. They've just re-released their 1999 album, The General Electric, on vinyl, and it's been remastered too. Today, you'll just have to make do with what's coming out of your radio, smartphone or computer, but I do recommend getting your hands on a copy. The track of the week this week is what I sum up as anthemic. This is Pacifier.
Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. That was She Had. You can catch them tonight, if there are still tickets available, at the Bedford Big Top. Just head along to shehad.live forward slash Christchurch. Huge thanks also to today's guest, Class Disruption. If you'd like to find out more about the band, then you can visit them at gardenofsound.nz and click on their image on the front page. That'll take you to a Spotify playlist, this show you're listening to now, and ways to find out more about the band online. And please do get your tickets right now for Garden of Sound Live. At $8 plus booking, it's going to be an amazing night out. Three awesome bands at a wicked venue. Gardenofsound.nz or eventbrite.com to get your hands on those tickets. Until then, I'm Ian Turner. I look forward to bringing you Garden of Sound, same time, next week.